When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You'll have to let me know, know if my camera's going crazy while I'm just doing all this. I will do. Soon if I, as I see any craziness, I will alert the authorities, which will be you. And then I'll throw my camera out the window. And then bring the old one back. Nah, because with the old one, lad, you, you fucking looked at it in the wrong way and it's like I'm, I'm turning off. <laughs> Super necessary. God, Eric, my God! Unbelievable! Just like that! Gone and done! You gotta be kidding me! You gotta be kidding me! He can't say much other than wow. All right, mate. Yo, what's going on? Yo, you're okay? Good, mate, good. Sorry about the little delay there. That's all good, don't worry about it. Uh, How's things been? Things are going great. Uh, We are live. Yeah, (laughs) things are going great at the minute. Um, Everything's going exactly the way I want, so yeah, I'm buzzing. Um, How about you? Yeah, we're good, mate. Oh, we're just, we're just uh, enjoying looking at Quinny's belt. Have you seen his new belt? He won it the other <laughs> his day. Rich. His new belt. He won it the other day. Uh, yeah, look, it's it's it for some reason I won't let me see. Yeah, you know, S- it. speak oh. Quinn because then you might show up. I'm am invisible, am I? <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, Sammy. Nice. Oh, lad. Nice, nice. Just there. Uh, Seemed a good deal so far. Fuck it. Don't smash someone's head then on eBay. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> someone, someone beat me to it, and then I found out the address and just went down, and and that was it. So it's mine now. <laughs> oh, uh, that is. So yeah, as you can see, everyone, we are joined by Dan Farrell, um, who is going to be fighting our Kingdom Combat Championship on the twentieth of August. Um, so you're going to be fighting for the flyweight title, Dan. How much are you looking forward to the fight? Can't wait. I asked for it and I got it. Oh, bit of a delay there. Oh, yeah. The look for it. Um, is it all right now, yeah? Um, still, on ours, your lips haven't even moved, yeah? Oh, really? <laughs> Heavy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it seems a bit, bit more in sync now. Yeah, okay. Well, um, yeah, well, what was I saying? So, yeah, like, I think it's a good point in my career. I mean, I'm to create now to, to start looking at title shots and, you know, get those five rounds of experience in. So I pushed myself hard and never for this camp. Um, my last fight, I was meant to fight on the 24th as well. So it's kind of been a blessing in disguise, really, because that fight got, that show got cancelled, didn't it? So yeah, on the back of that, I've earned a title shot. Um, 
you know, I, I think it's well deserved as well. I've, I've trained hard enough for it. I've, I've fought pretty much all your top flyweights in the country at the minute now. So, yeah. So you, you would sort of agree that the, the timing's right for you now? Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. Uh, my coaches have said it. I believed it myself. So it's definitely the right time. Yeah. And as you mentioned there, you, you were supposed to fight him in, in Manny on the Almighty Cards. <clears throat> yeah. How, how much do you know about him then, given you know, you've been matched with him for a while? Well, um, I know he's fought two of the lads, two lads from our gym. Um, one was Jake Grundy and Luke Burns. And that was going back a good few years ago now. That, that was like 2019 days. Now, I don't really tend to like dwell on those days too much, only simply because he's probably improved a lot since then. He's a completely different fighter in person, and so am I. I don't even, I, I didn't, I don't even think I made my debut at that point. So yeah, I only made my debut last year. So he's he's had two fights since then. Um, I know he's two and two at the minute, but there's not much I know about him. You know, regardless, again, there's not much footage or nothing. So I don't tend to like look at that too much. And I was as long as I wear hard in the gym, do the right things, then I'll come out with the win. So, yeah. Um. <clears throat> so with with the one at Almighty being cancelled, then has has this been a bit of a, a blessing in disguise for you, being able to train more and and look at him a bit more than you maybe would have done? Yeah, most definitely. I had a bit of a um, weird camp for that that that, that one as well because of me eye. Um. With it being with with the one in May May twenty eighth when I got my eye cut open, it kind of like prevented me from doing certain bits in the gym. Um, so I done as much as I could, and I was still training hard and everything. But again, as you said, it, it was a blessing in disguise for what was to come. Um, so I'm happy it's turned out this way because not only have I got like a full camp now, I started the camp three four weeks prior to this. So um, I've been in camp now for like like eight, nine weeks. So those eight, nine weeks of just training my ass off is, is definitely going to show. Do, does that bring any frustration? Because obviously you, you're matched with them. <clears throat> now you're fighting them a month later. Is Does it bring any frustration when your camp's extended because now you've got to change what you're doing with your body in terms of like water loading and that? You know, you have to shift that. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. Like, you kind of get yourself in that mindset as well, that like you're going to be fighting in the next, what, two weeks, and then the show gets cancelled. So it can mess with you a bit. For me, I didn't let it, like, really affect me too much. Again, it was mainly, like, some of the lads from the gym, like Liam, Liam McGrath and Hayda Khan, those kind of people who were really doing extreme diets from a high weight, theirs is going to affect them a bit more because they were waterloading from a certain point. They needed a fight. Mm. in like the next week or two and Liam got his for me I wasn't like it wasn't too big of a deal because I was pretty much close to being on weight anyway um, and I was looking to start water loading in the next week but I was kind of lucky from what I got with mine and so was Liam unfortunately for like Hayden and that they never got to go through with it but he's definitely got like future things to look for so yeah. but uh, mindset wise I didn't really let it affect me too much it's it's an, it's annoying that you're getting a fight pulled away from you but you just crack on with it mm. yeah <clears throat> and you mentioned uh, earlier about your last fight you know you fought Harry Kenworthy um, after the fight was over 
did you like learn anything about yourself given that you went through adversity with the cut as well? Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. I've got that fight in me to to keep going. And so I, I believe the commentators even said a lot of people when they get a cut like that, they kind of panic and, and mm. you know, things start going through their head. And, you know, I, I just kept pushing on. And I, it's how quick I changed up my game plan as well. I did want to strike a lot more. I was doing pretty well on the feet, faking and fighting, landing some decent shots. And when I got that course, I knew straight away it was just going to be all wrestling. Couldn't take the chance to stand up because our amateur, they're a lot more strict mm. with stopping yeah. cuts. And so, um, I knew straight away, I just like composed myself. I panicked a bit. I was like sitting in my corner, just shitting myself a bit. Like the, the Garnet was looking at me going, yeah, that's sound, that cuss. And I could just <laughs> see it. He was saying that. It's not, it's a bad cut. That. Like, so I, I knew that there was definitely a chance of the fight getting stopped. But um, I just pushed on, changed the game plan, spent loads of time wrestling anyway. Regardless, I'm always prepared for anything, the worst and the best. So I was ready for it all, no matter what. But something like that, it's just, it can come out of nowhere. Clean head put to the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's it. <laughs> I mean, was it easy for you? Sorry, Ian. Was it was it easy for you to switch up your game that quickly, sort of mid fight? Well, that's the thing. It's not like it even like it was easy. It just kind of came natural, and and that was the surprising part about it that it came natural to me to be able to switch it up like that. Um, so yeah, you could say it was easy, but again, I, I still had things in my head like going on like. What if the ref just stands me up and he just says, yeah, I'm calling it there. I'm seeing too much blood. Or So I just had to make sure I was I was keeping the constant pace of like basically showing that I was winning a fight. So you could say so. You could say it was easy. Like, Is that what's going on when you're, you know, sitting down in your corner and you're a lot, a lot of things going through your mind? I'm, I'm assuming like having the cut also brought some form of adrenaline. No, I mean, it's a rush. Like... Is is it a lot of it like that part of it a mental battle as well? Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Like sitting in the corner, you're seeing your opponents across from you, just like ready to go again. He's got not a scratch on them because of that. You know, you're, you're the one sat in your chair, like knowing that like the ref could just stop that. So you're at it. You're out with a mental battle with yourself because again, a lot of people are quit on that. A lot of people think, "Oh, I'm cut now. The amateurs might just stop right there and then." Sorry about the noise as well as we're coming on downstairs. <laughs> so that, that might be a bit bad. But, oh, uh, God, but yeah, um, yeah, it definitely is a mental battle more than physical because you can't feel the cut on the face. You can't feel yeah. none of it. But I could hear it squirting out. It's horrible, like, <laughs> scatty. Does that and... give you a lot of confidence, though, going forward, knowing that you've shown now where, wherever the fight goes, you're comfortable? Hundred percent, hundred percent. Even in the gym, knowing I can keep up that pace regardless of what's going on with me, um, and it's it's. I, I'm glad I've I've experienced that now. I'm glad I'm not experiencing it now for a first title fight or later down the line in my pro career. I'm happy that it's happened, um, because now I know what that feels like and I know what to do and push through it. So yeah, most definitely, most definitely. Oh, so you mentioned there about like the noise, like my sides is like you know, top tier for interruptions with the, the, the <laughs> kids and that's how you saw me. I've seen a few of them videos where your kids are walking like... <laughs> no, Don't have to worry about a 
bit of drilling. No, that's <laughs> I'm it. assuming that's what it is. Gonna have, gonna have yeah. to put the kids down as additional hope soon enough. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so um, you mentioned one of your coaches there, Dean, and obviously <clears> you fight out, you fight out of Aspire. Yeah. Um, you know, you've got so many great coaches in there. You've got Dean, you've got Phil Turner, then you've yeah. got the likes of Femi, Danny, Keaton, and, and the Asman. Yeah. How, yeah. how how good are your coaches, just in general? The best. They're the best in the country. And soon to be the best in the world. It's already shown on the big stage with Mark Hev. Um, I know he's got another team as well, but I could literally go through... I could, I could probably go through, like, two sets of hands to count how many people they're bringing through this gym. Um, Liam McGrath and Marlon Jones, Hayda Khan, even the Mullen brothers, they've got some parts in the gym. Mm. Scott Johnson, Lexi Rook, just everyone. Like, Mark Hev, there's loads and loads of people who are hitting pro level now. And now you've got all these amateurs. Got Luke Burns, Jack Axworthy, um, Ali Shoeiki, myself, um, Charlie Bolton as well. And even mm. the younger ones now coming through, like Lewis Le- um, Lever and Conor McKay. Like they're on like one or two amateur A, amateur B fights now, and they're showing like ridiculous levels. And it's all thanks to our coaches. We wouldn't be there if it, if it wasn't for them, like so. Yeah. I mean, I've got like <clears throat> a list on my phone with like. Liverpool fighters and gyms he fights over and like aspire just it, yeah it goes yeah. You know I mean like there's a lot a lot of talent coming out of yeah there. and it definitely shows as well for the coaches because there's some gyms in the world and in the country that like the coaches pump out like 15 20 fighters and it just doesn't show like all those 15 20 fighters are getting beat and they're not showing any positive records where we are and it all it, it is coming down from them like Phil Turner Dean Asman, um, Winto, Coach Winto, and like our S and C coaches as well. We've all got our heads screwed on. We're all like professional in there, regardless of our level. We all keep it professional, and that's where you're gonna see us at the top. That's yeah. the reason why. And if we if we forgot anyone there, we do apologise. There's a there's a big ass team. Like. <laughs> yeah, there is. There actually is like too many to go through. Uh, even people like who aren't associated with the gym, but they help out like Charlie Mitten. Um, he's my nutritionist. He helps out with um, Luke Burns as well, Liam McGrath and a few little others as well. But he's a quality nutritionist that I found alongside the others, and that's only improved my fights and me, me training more. Um, trying to think of other people, there's that um, Danny Tyler as well. And you, and you fell to the gym, he, he only recently joined Aspire from Four Corners. Danny Tyler, he, he's a quality coach as well, yeah. So yeah, no, I think we'll have to do an episode <laughs> yeah. just, just for the list of all the people. <laughs> It'd have to be a separate episode. <laughs> there, there is just that many. Um, yeah, there is a lot. Like, so, uh, um, yeah, we're not, not thinking again because you're a bit delayed again. <laughs> yeah, tell, yeah. Tell, tell you that to start working going through the internet. I don't know what's going on there, right? <laughs> Um, so I would still stick on with the team. You know, it feels like for a little while people had slept on the talent in Aspire. Do yeah. you think now Aspire is finally starting to get that full praise and respect they deserve? Yeah, um, yeah, 100%. We've, we've always been there, we've always been like at people's heels, at other gyms' heels. Like, there was there was, there's been a, while, a long time in the past where like Jordan, the years of like 2019, 2018. We were going like seven or eight in our one shows, just completely dominating. Um, kind of, it's a bit of a rough patch, but 
again, that's that's part and part of MMA. Everyone goes through them and we've managed to overcome it. And now again, we're considered like one of the most dangerous gyms in the in the UK. <clears throat> you know, some of us are fighting internationally you now. Um and apart from that, it shows so definitely. Um by the way, is is your dad a fighter? Nah. Okay, we were saying I just realised yeah. I just tried to like tell him off and he could have been the first. I mean, he, he did he did do a bit of karate for like 20 years but like it was he did never compete or do sparring or a bit for 20 so. years yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, like, you can't like I'd say like 20 years of that is like yeah. way for like, a year worth take it back like, he'd still smash it <laughs> yeah versus me don't worry probably still take them on probably still take them on like um so you mentioned like guys like Makayev in there at the moment. Obviously, you've got Danny Roberts in there as well. Yeah, the levels yeah. they must bring on a daily basis must be like of the absolute highest level. How yeah. how much can you, as an amateur fighter, learn from people like that in the gym? You're always learning. Like it's just a ridiculous amount. Um, whether it's mental sides as well, I it tends to be more of a mental thing that you learn from the more than physical. Um they're not coming over and going get on this new technique and they show you something mad and all of a sudden you're smashing like five ten people with it it's more to the mental side that i take away with it personally but um it's always good to get insights on them you know mohaev's perfect for me as well because he's a flyweight but clearly he absolutely dominates you know um so even regardless of me rolling with him or getting around to them and he's winning those rounds i'm still learning i'm still learning so um danny roberts is currently in Florida, oh yeah, Miami somewhere. I know he's back in um, back in Kamara Usman's gym. So he he's been away for a few weeks now. I know he's got a fight lined up soon. I think. Um, so yeah, at the minute we've just got high level people coming in and just giving us as much insight as possible. Yeah, so always good to be able to learn from others, you know. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so next one, then obviously you've you've been quite active already this year but what does the rest of the year hold for you are you looking to get at least one more fight in by the end of the year yeah I was speaking to Femi about that before um, I'm hoping to get at least another fight in hopefully it'll be another either it'll be the defence for my title or it'll be maybe another title shot on another promotion somewhere um, so it's it's again I'm more focused on this fight at the minute but I've obviously got to plan ahead and see where I'm going. Um, but I'm most likely going to fit one more in. I was hoping for four again this year, but with the way like the show got cancelled and kind of little hiccups and that, you know what, I might not be able to get that, but I'm all right with it. I've stayed active enough. I've showed me level enough, so yeah. Yeah, see, we, we knew that because, you know, Femi told us uh, not too long ago. No, I'm yeah, but <laughs> well, um, that I was fighting again this year. No, nah, I was only messing. Oh, oh, I was gonna say, yeah, it's a lot. I'm, I'm just being a cunt, lad. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to be. <laughs> <cunt>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So, with that, then it brings us to our uh, little segment that we have at the end. Um, right. we've we've got like a few of these now, but we went with uh, music to my ears. Um, so. Few mu- mu- few questions just based on music to get to know you a bit more as well. Okay. Um. So <clears throat> we'll start with the first one. Uh, which song or album gets you hyped for training? Oh, that's a tough one, man. 
and I checked my Spotify playlist. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, definitely got a few. It did. It's hard. Probably older songs, older songs, and usually like tech house songs as well. Um, I don't really listen to rap to get me going for, for like sparring. Like tunes like The Chain by Fleetwood Mac, they're, they're solid tunes. Um, nice. I've got, honestly, I've got loads. You should have <laughs> it in the gym. Like, we all have our own like, set of tunes that we listen to in the gym. Um, but I'll go with that, I'll stick with that. But it seems kind of basic, so I'm not, I'm not, I'm not happy with my own answer there. <laughs> uh, that, so, I, yeah. I want to I throw one in quick um, before we do the others based off that. Who has the worst music in the gym? Oh, Ellie Davies. Fucking <laughs> shite. <laughs> she's going to be fuming now, like, but it's terrible. <laughs> Wait, what, what, oh, what's, nah. what's the music that, like? <laughs> I'm good. I can't even explain it. She, do you know what, to be fair, though, you were saying this morning, and even Phil said, I said that, and I was like, who's on the tunes here and now? And Ellie went, me, and he went, oh, these are all right today. These are all right. Any time she puts it on, it's just like, oh, no way. Um, but she actually had all right ones on this morning, so we let her stay on this weekend. Um, but yeah, that, that, that was like no hesitation. Yeah, there's a few people. Oh, Conor McKay, mm, he's got some like proper questionable songs. <laughs> he's, had, he's had a few decent ones, but he's, like, he's had some questionable ones. <laughs> you all... Say, ranked number one, Ellie, number two, Conor. <laughs> <laughs> You're always on point with your tunes, are you? Oh, I'd, I'd like to think so. Yeah, uh, I'm usually, I'm like top five. Of people who, who stay on the speaker. <laughs> um, who never I misses had, with I the music in there? I've saying to him today that I've got. Ooh, Phil, Phil's always got some belts on. He's, he's got some good songs on. Um, probably Phil, Femi, you know, Dan Fletcher's got some boss, boss tech tunes. Liam, Liam's got some good tunes. Marlon as well. Myself. Axie's got some like good tunes. I mean, it might not be something people's taste, but it's definitely mine. Like, I've yeah. heard a few tunes and I like it. He, he's never really on the speaker much. So, <laughs> he just likes, he just flows. And then anytime he hears somebody's hard to pass that. That's in everyone's head. <laughs> uh, right then. So, which song or album would you say is your guilty pleasure? Um, I was talking about this the other day. Proper guilty, guilty pleasures tune. Lily Allen. <laughs> Lily Allen. Bells of tunes. Is it Lily Allen? Yeah, I think it is. Let me check. Let me have a little look. <laughs> I, I can't even think of this song by her. Um, do you remember, Quinn? I usually... She had a few, didn't she? Oh, no. Nah, Back in the bed, Beddingfield as well. <laughs> the, the, the Beddingfield. Yeah, they're like proper two thousand songs then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a guilty pleasure. Then tunes you listen to by yourself. You know, <laughs> yeah. I've got a single on there. When I'm getting ready jumping in the shower or something else, those ones. Yeah, that's what we need to throw in there. What's your shower tune? <laughs> I know, yeah. Shower shower tunes are good ones. I'll probably say, uh, oh, 
Let me have a little look. <laughs> He's getting deep into this, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> With this going through Spotify. By Redbone. That's the belter. Which? Come and get your love. Yeah, that's the tune. That is a belter. Um, They're ones that get me in the groove, I'm saying. When I'm saying a bit groovy. <laughs> um, next one then. Uh, so, if you, I don't know if you do karaoke, but if you was to do karaoke, uh, what song would be your go to? Don't Stop Me Now by Queen. Nice. nice. I know the whole or the whole things are. <laughs> All the like, lyrics. Come on, just, you probably get into the moves when you're in the gym <laughs> and that. <laughs> <laughs> giving it loads. <laughs> mad, to mad, or uh, yeah. That or don't stop believing. Yeah, that's the belter. Yeah, yeah. I, I like the older songs, me. Really. Um, I do like a lot of like songs nowadays, but I'm more in. I'm, I'm a sucker for like songs back then, like eighties. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you're a, you're an old man at heart, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've lived the lived the past life. <laughs> nah, they're, they're known as the greatest hits for a reason, aren't they? So yeah, yeah. Um. So. Which song or album then helps you think and focus? Um, there's a few by Kanye West, like Runaway. Um, Kanye West, Runaway, that's a good one. Um, ooh, there's, a f- there's a few more by him. Homecoming. They're just kind of the things that get me in life, get me, get me focused. Um, 1942. Meek Mill um, Wins and Losses by Meek Mill as well they're, they're good ones that get me focused on like being all serious for training or maybe leading up on fight day I'm in the car and I put them songs on yeah. kind of listen to them um, so they're more serious ones but I like them ones to get me going yeah yeah get you in that mindset yeah yeah Um. so next one is well, it's, it's hard with yourself because you're still <laughs> a young lad like but um, which, which song or album did you love when you was younger? But looking back now, it's more what the fuck was I thinking? Oh, that's a hard one, man. Joe <laughs> you know what? Liam proper slated me about this the other week. And I, I, it is true. I don't know why I've even got it on my playlist. It's gone now, like Titanium. Oh, Guetta. Oh, see ya. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know why I had it on there. <laughs> and he proper slated it for me because he was going, oh, you've got some more like tunes and he's trying, trying to take the piss going, oh, you, you, any tune, like, you know, I already know. So technically I've got better tunes. And then you never have a look at your playlist and then he's seen me. He's like, lad, why have you got that? And I was like, why have I got that? <laughs> you put that in there so you could actually say that to me. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I, that, that is one that I look at and think like that. Is, I don't know why I even had that there in the first place. Yeah. It, it was a proper like 2010 song now. Yeah. yeah. You've listened to that at some point and just forgot about <laughs> yeah. it. <haven't> you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, cringe thinking about it. It's such a bad tune. <laughs> it, used to, it used to be massive when it come out like fucking yeah. didn't yeah. stop it, it? yeah I know have a radio song 
Quetta didn't miss, did he, back in the day? Like, and then looking back, you think he actually did a lot. Yeah. There's some questionables, <laughs> yeah. There's some questionable tunes, like. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, right, then, last one, then. Uh, which is the particular song that you wish you'd never heard? What, in, like, a bad way? Yeah. Yeah, so, like, it could be fucking repetitive or it just pisses you off, like... Oh, afraid to feel. You're on to this new song that's like everybody's listening to. I've took it off my playlist now. Uh, I, I think, hang on, I think I know what one you're on about. Let me just afraid I, it's everywhere, it's and it's doing me head. Or, um, I, I hear it on the radio all the I think, time. I think I know just, what one you're on about. This yeah. is proper weird fella on TikTok. Money, it? it's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on, it's on, it's on like, fucking. I, I had, I had, I had it on TikTok all the time, innit? Yeah, I had it on my playlist for like the first three weeks. It's a good, it was a good tune. Now it is a good tune, but it's just been overplayed. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, it's been overplayed well too much. Um, that and Green Goodgrass. I hate that. Any time it comes on the radio, I will turn it off. Yeah, that that's my thing with like songs when they start getting overplayed. I just like go away from them. Yeah, so yeah. For me, it's too much and it's killing it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Uh, well, that that was all we had for you, Dan. That was the last uh, question of the segment there. So, thanks. I enjoyed that. Good. Thank you very much for your time today. Um, like we yeah. mentioned, Dan's going to be fighting twentieth of August. So, if you want to get Dan support him, get in touch. Um, uh, but we can't wait to. Any tickets left, lads? Yeah, yeah, I've, I've got, got a few tickets left. £50 and £35 tickets. £50 of the cage side. There's no tables for this event. Um, I'm 35 standard. Pretty sure that's going to be seating now. Standard, yeah. not standing. Yeah. Right. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll do people get them off you. Do, do just get in them. touch with me. Um, just give me a message on my Instagram, Danny Farrell 20 um, Get in touch and let me know. I've, I've still got a few left. Um, but they are selling out pretty quick now. I'm coming. I'm getting low on tickets, so make sure you get in such quick. Yeah, man. There you go, everyone. You heard it there. First come, first serve. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, if anyone is wanting to get down and support, please do. Uh, we can't wait to see you back in action, and uh, we know you're going to bring that belt home, lad. Yeah, definitely. Um, can I give a little shout out to my sponsors as well? Go for it, lads. By all means. Yeah. Um, big thank you to Go to Go Recovery for all my hydration drinks. The recovery room every week. Keep them refreshed for it for week in, week out. Belmont tyres, um, tunnel vision, hidden corner fancy dress. I think that's all. Yeah, I think that's all. And Charlie Mitten for me, new sessionist as well. Um, so, yeah, big thank you to all them. If I've missed anyone else, I'm sorry. Um, he's a devil there, though. <laughs> yeah, I think he doesn't sound like <laughs> Shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, we'll tag them all in the post for you as well. Yeah, so nice one. Appreciate that. Out. But um, now again, thank you so much for your time, mate. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Thank you very Always much. Any time. Take it well, easy, mate. Take it oh. easy. This is the greatest. I love it. It was super necessary.